is Cassie Moraine, and I want to welcome you to Circle of Trust, a podcast full of laughter, interrupting, and oversharing, brought to you by me and my two best friends, Julie Signorelli and Jillian Lawson. We are so happy to be back for season three, and I hope you enjoyed our first episode last week. And hey, if you're new to the podcast, we encourage you to go all the way back and binge listen. You know, when we first started, we didn't really know much what we were doing technically. So I want to tell you that the first couple episodes are a little rough to listen to, but if you can stick with them, I think you'll enjoy them. Today's episode is all about job. This one was at the suggestion of one of our listeners, Lisa. And if you ever have any topics you want us to cover, please reach out to us on our Instagram because we are always looking for interesting things to talk about. Anyway, we're talking about jobs today. First jobs, worst jobs, craziest work stories, best jobs, things we've learned at our jobs. First, we start with a catch-up. So without further ado, let's go. Julie, please update us on your gastrointestinal. Uh, <laughs> my stomach issues. <laughs> well, I haven't been put under in a couple weeks, so that's cool. How many invasive procedures have you had this week? Um, none. So Ooh. that's awesome. No, I think I'm on the road to healing. I even gained a pound. I was very happy. Yay! <laughs> that's the first time I've Halloween. ever heard that. <laughs> it was so funny because my, my doctor was like, I'm so concerned about you, you know, losing weight. And I'm like, I am definitely not. <laughs> Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Have you it's had to, like, good. get new clothes and stuff? I took care of I her. mean, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, to some degree. I mean, mostly my clothes just fit better. It's not like, I mean, no, I don't want to sound like, it's just... Did I have weight to lose? Yeah, but, you know, not, really. not like a ton. But, you know, if I, like, so it wasn't extreme. It wasn't like I had to get, like, all new everything. Like, if your but butt would just get be- bigger, everything would be dude, better. The enemy, the enemy <laughs> stole it. So you didn't she get it back this it. Week. Get in there with the lunges. I'm going in back in the camp and taking my butt back. Lunging way over there. Right? Deep squats. Right? Deep squats. Same. Deep squats. So, anyways. What's going on with you, though? Well, okay. So, we are in, let's see here, our second week of two locations. So, that's a different grind. As a church. For a family. As a church. As a family. Um, for new listeners, for our new viewers. <laughs> <laughs> our new podcast viewers both of you you know i yeah both all both of you um it's just a it's a different grind so i'm adjusting to that and we had like a one of the overseers of our organization was like in this weekend and spoken so he had like they him and his wife had like some great advice and so that's oh, good cool. we're like leaning into people who are know how to do it you know so they've already done um, so we're successfully yeah yes yes so we're figuring all that out which is great and then the funny thing was though this is a funny thing so this morning i was at church 
And I was thinking about, you know, I do like a couple different transitions. So I was like thinking about what I'm going to say and whatever. We're like in church, like it's going, it's live. Okay. Yeah. Like we're in it. And maybe one minute before I'm supposed to speak, I went to grab my phone to check my notes for what I was going to say. And when I did, I sat in my seat. And when I sat in my seat, what I didn't know is that an entire cup of coffee, someone had like, you know, just whatever, maybe I knocked it over, oh, someone, no. it doesn't matter, had spilled and I sat in it. Now, my initial reaction is I just feel warmth. <laughs> I have peed myself. <laughs> and I've had some kids. You never really you know. know. <laughs> I, so like, I mean, even though I knew I didn't, I couldn't, my mind couldn't wrap my head around, like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, I literally looked like I peed my pants. Now, this is about 45 seconds before I'm supposed to go on stage. This is not like I had minutes. There was no time to yeah. change. The Lord just loves to keep I, you humble, Julie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I don't even, listen, if you're, if anybody out there is worried about me being prideful, just don't. It just, <laughs> not even I'm you telling never you get the chance no my life it is not on that level like we are I just want the I chance don't, to yeah. be prideful one time I don't even have the opportunity but um so I the only thing I could think of was just my jacket but it had spilled all over my jacket too oh my gosh and so like I felt like all I was saying was like unique New York New York. <laughs> like I couldn't think about anything else other than because we film it. It's live. Oh, it's not. Wow. So, anyways, <sighs> I am a dodo, and so I didn't have any clothes. So I'm like texting people. My friends like, "Do you want my pants?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> but it just so happened that we had this is kind of a shout out. We had this organization. Um, they sponsor women you know, to get them out of like sex trafficking. Uh-huh. And so kind of like compassion international for children, but this is specifically for women, um, uh-huh. you know, who are at risk of that. And they sell all these like amazing, cute clothes that are like handmade, like super cute. So I grab a shirt, like a really long shirt off the Which table. The and longest? I'm like, I have to go up. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. I said, I got to. I had to take this and I'll pay for it as soon as I get back. Someone must have overheard it. And then when I got back to pay for it, they're like, it's already been taken care of. Someone paid Aww, for it. that's nice. Yeah. So that was, so that was my story when I thought I peed my pants, but I didn't. <laughs> I think we all have a falling off the stage story. I don't know if you want to relive yours, Cassie, but. Oh God. It's my worst fear. I fell down the stairs the like same thump, 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 like after doing like announcements and like the welcome one time. And like security like the security like guy comes running up and he's like, Are you okay? I'm like, please just go to the back of the room. <laughs> like, I am fine. Let's not draw any more attention here. It's the oh. worst when you're just mad at yourself. Like yes. you're just mad. Like and you're mad at anybody who wants to acknowledge that you even I'm fine. Move along. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I before doing this like in the capacity that we do it now, I thought, Lord, you know, I just never want to be prideful or whatever. That he prayer was answered. heard. We are good your to go. prayer. <laughs> 
you need to pray some other things because I God's need to pray. God, please give me the opportunity to be a tiny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! That's too funny. Uh, why? <laughs> so, anyways, that was a funny, funny story today. <laughs> what about you, Jill? Uh, I've got like a gross story. So, AJ has been having ear problems. Ugh, Ugh. I don't like where this no, is going. No, it's so bad. <laughs> he pa- he failed his um, hearing test at school, so we had to go get his hearing checked out at the doctor. So she looks in his ear and she goes, well, I can tell you why he failed. She said, it's jam-packed with earwax. And I was like, what? And I, and and she goes, does he use Q-tips? And she asked me, I go, no, he's not allowed to use Q-tips because we used to have a problem with them. And so I told him he was never allowed to use Q-tips. And she she looked at AJ then and she said, AJ. And AJ's my my guy with autism and he's 13. So, um, and he goes... I use Q-tips, and I looked at him like, I can't believe it, because he's the most obedient kid. Like, if you give him a rule, that's it. So I don't know what shifted in him over the last couple of years that made him decide he needed to use Q-tips, but he's just, instead of using a Q-tip to, like, kind of pull things out, he's just been shoving stuff in. (gasps) No. And she's like, it's fully impacted. So we had to, like, do drops for a couple of weeks to, like, she's like, it's like, it's actually like rocks, like in his ears. She's like, so you need to soften Aww. it up. So we do a, cu- a few weeks of that. We go back to the doctor this week, and she's gonna wash his ear out. You guys, uh-huh. you guys, there has nothing grosser than an mm-hmm. ear wash. Nope. The stuff that came out of that child's ear was, oh, it, I don't. When your I doctor can't. is doing something and making a vomit face, that's not good. <laughs> Your doctor has seen the worst. She's pulled stuff out of people's behinds. Like, and she's grossed out by what's coming out of your son's ear. I'm just like, no oh. way. And AJ was grossed out. He goes, I am never going to use a Q-tip ever again. Was I it like the... years of stuff? It was, it, was, uh. it was as big as the tip of my finger coming out <gasps> of his ears. Stop. So then That's she disgusting. couldn't, like, it was getting, like, to the point where it was, like, hurting him, because, like, what was coming out was, like, as it would get stuck in the in the ear canal, and she would have to, like, pull it out. Like, that's how big it is. So, like, you know, you can kind of yeah. stick your pinky inside, like, the front of your ear canal. So that's how big this junk is. It's getting stuck. <gasps> like, so If you have a I weak have stomach, don't listen to this. We have to give ear watch. So today I had to, like, continue the process because he was having too hard of a time to Mm-mm. keep going. I mean, what came out of that child, dear? He goes, but he Dude, did go, he disgusting. goes, everything is much louder now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, kid. I guess so. Oh, that's so, so sad. And he said that, like, fully, like, on his own. Like, nobody <sighs> asked him, like, you know, so he wasn't, like, responding to a question. So, um, we got, like, another Did his vocal this. volume go down? It, it is going down. <laughs> It is going down, actually. I was going to say it, but then I didn't say no, it. No, he's but Cassie he said is it. so loud. But, I, like, now he, like, he'll say, it's really loud, like, in here. Like, he's... Wow. So, I mean, but the amount of junk coming out of his ears... Was it both of them? Yes. Both ears? Yes. Both ears oh. are clogged, but one ear is severely clogged. 
So remember how I talked last week about adulting? The most adult I've ever felt is <laughs> suctioning out my kid's ear and having to just like Ooh. take it, like whatever comes out of it, just take it. Well, because nobody when they're wants little, to do that. Did you ever think when you were ten years old that that was going to be your no. life? Because I didn't. I for sure didn't think that that's what my life was going to be like. No. You were going to be a princess. <laughs> it's the least princessy no. thing I've ever done. <laughs> No, and you know what? I think, like, when they're little, you have so much, like, grace for... No, didn't have grace Like, people either, would but... be like, I know. No, but when they get older, like, like when they're little, people are, are like, oh, your own kid won't make you sick. Well, no, that's a Actually, lie. That's don't. a lie. <laughs> they do. Their stuff is gross, just like whatever. But when they're bigger, the stuff just gets bigger and grosser. I'm with you. Yeah. That's disgusting. So that was my gross you know, week. Glad he's mom... okay, though. Yeah. My mom watches videos of earwax removal, no, like, for entertainment. Uh-uh. Nope. That's gross. I would it never so voluntarily gross. watch this. No. She likes to watch Dr. Pimple nope. Popper nope. and... Well, uh, I can't. I cannot. Well, also, <laughs> hold on. Earwax One more video. gross no. thing with AJ. I told you he's 13. I can't right? do so this. His, his, he's starting to have some acne issues, and we're teaching him how to wash his face. Oh, I Jill. had to pop a pimple on his nose, and it hit me I in can't. the face. It hit me in the face, you guys. Oh, God. I have had the worst I week. <laughs> the That's worst. That's disgusting. I can't. I, like, want to vomit right now. That's so <laughs> I'm not ready for that. That's so bad. So, That's yeah. That's really nasty. Mm. Yuck. You had the whole gamut of... It's been so bad. You should call my mom, literally. She would love to Terry, do it for Terry, you. Terry, are you listening? <laughs> I know you're listening because you're a super fan. <laughs> Text me, I'll give my you My mom would love to do all earwax removal, oh. so just give her a yeah. call. It was crazy. Yeah, she would. So please let's That's talk about literally testing. anything else. <laughs> for real. What's up I don't even cast? know how to come... I don't know how to come back from that. Yeah, I don't either. It's pretty nasty. Well, we're just plugging away at low carb. Still going for it. It's pretty awful. I'm trying every day to just keep the right attitude. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, how hard are you trying to keep a right attitude? uh, I would say like a (laughs) 2. Two being the lowest. No, it's been pretty rough, but the funny thing is, is we had like a, out, somebody gave us a gift card for Christmas and we ordered Outback on Thursday. I mean, all low carb stuff. And as we were eating it, we were like, oh my God, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) It was this experience. We just needed it to bolster our low carb energy for the future because we were so. What is, do you feel like you're. Like, does your, do you feel like you're craving carbs still? It's not that I'm craving anything. She just doesn't like it's to be just, told what not to do. That's true. And you just get tired of eating, like, meat and vegetables. There's no mix-up there. You know, there's no, like... You can't do cheese or... I don't oh, yeah. Know. You, I mean, you oh, can have you cheese, can. but... Okay. You know, I just get tired of it. I'm bored. And I like variety. <laughs> no, I don't... Low-carb didn't... I couldn't. I couldn't. So I, I, I couldn't. I need the like a sweet potato or a potato or something. Yeah. I can, I can deal without bread, but. So, um, 
we're gonna go all the way until uh, I have a doctor's appointment. Oh my god! Where they're gonna weigh me? Why are <laughs> and we then, so old? <laughs> I don't know. And then <laughs> I'm gonna take a break, have a little cheat, and then Kyle and I are going to Vegas Fun. to see our Aww. brand new niece, which is exciting. Yay. And my whole family's gonna be there. My mom, my dad, my niece Giselle, and my mom texted me and said, we're getting family pictures. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. Would you pick the color scheme? And I was like, no. (laughs) Black. I just picture all of us in white shirts and khaki pants on a beach. Okay. Everybody listen up. Stop taking your family pictures that way. (laughs) If you are buying a white Hanes t-shirt for multiple sizes for everybody in your family to, for them to wear with their jeans for a family picture stop right now there's Not pinterest there's it. pinterest and yeah, you can go on that's it actually what i did and find all kinds of stuff i found a color palette and it includes the color of the year which is coral <laughs> i always pick it so it matches my house somewhere <laughs> so don't that's mind oh that's a good idea i would have yeah. never thought that's of why that. i picked the colors that i did for our pictures that we did so they'd match mom's house the grays and the pinks oh, that's the a good i idea. think i've i don't re- you just like, do what i tell you to do yeah no we've done family pictures like with my family like with jill and my mom and stuff and like we always take a family picture of like just my kids or whatever but like family pictures i think i've only done them on my own like twice like with yeah. your immediate my family. oldest is 12 <laughs> it's not something i enjoy doing i no. hate the picture part of it and then i always feel like we did get really cute christmas pictures last year they were really cute um but i always feel like here i am in this field with my family <laughs> it's like it always feels in so random weird random tufted chair <laughs> yeah <laughs> under this or oak like, tree we're outside when it's almost dark, just standing here. I don't know. It always feels like so odd to me. I don't know. The sweet thing is like my whole family hasn't been together since we got married in 2016. And so it'll be nice to have a picture That's with nice. like the baby. And yeah. So, so yeah, now I have the pressure of picking the color palette for the family and making sure that everybody follows the rules. Dad. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> what are you trying in. to say? <laughs> so remember how I was supposed to like cook all those eggs? <gasps> oh yeah. Listen to Tell this. Tell us everything. Listen to this. So I'm fully prepared to make this eggplant. I get a text message. I have all the ingredients. I've Googled it. I I've I've got this. I've got it timed out. I've got it figured out. I yeah. <clears throat> I get a text message. Oh, we're gonna cancel the we're gonna cancel the breakfast for Tuesday morning because of the snowstorm coming in. They're gonna be canceling morning practice, so we're not gonna we're not gonna do it. I've probably spent close to forty dollars with all the eggs, the cream cheese, the cheese, the all yeah. the fruit I had to buy. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and send the fruit in anyways because it's not gonna make it till the next week. But I'll just make the eggs next week for the breakfast. Okay. So Abby was supposed to take the fruit in on on the next day, right? Yeah. Abby forgot the fruit. And Carter woke up, and I was, like, with Carter. And, like, so I didn't, like, 
normally like I'm awake when they leave or at least like getting up when Aaron is taking Abby and I'm, I would give like whatever reminder, even though we've talked about it at length (laughs) and there's a note (laughs) downstairs. Don't forget the fruit. Abby forgot the fruit. So I text the mom. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Abby forgot the fruit. They have a meet tonight. I'll take it by the school and they'll be able to have it. So she's like, okay, Uh that's no problem. Thanks. Then a few minutes later, she texts me back and she goes, actually, why don't I just come by and get those eggs from you? She's like, I'm going to make an egg bake. Um, I'm going to make an egg bake with the leftover sausage and bacon that I had that was I was supposed to take. And I was like, and I wanted to be like, no, no, it's fine. Bring your eggs here or bring your bacon here and I'll take care of it. But then I was like, you know what? No. Nope. I was like, I don't. I'm like, she does. She thinks I'm going to flake out on these eggs. She thinks I'm not going to make these eggs. No way. And so I, I was like, I wanted to be like all like defensive about it. But I was just like, okay. I was like, I'll drop them by. Give me your address. So I take the eggs over to her house. And she goes, this will just be easier this way. It's like, <laughs> I just went, hmm, okay, thanks. Have a nice day. She didn't, like, engage me in any kind of conversation. She didn't say thank you. She didn't say nothing. She was just like, it'll just Aww. be easier this way. Like, clearly you don't have your life together, and I do. <laughs> oh, my god. But gosh. you know what? I think coming out the gate, you got to tell people, like, what kind of mom you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when Bella was in public school, it was like, we're doing this, and we're making this, and we're and I'm like... I just told him I worked full time. I'm like, God bless you. I think this is awesome. But I ain't cutting a dang hard out. I can't do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I just, I couldn't keep up. But yeah. praise God if someone wants to. So I was like, you know what? I'm good with this. Like, I don't, I have, I'm good. I'm good with this. I'm just going to drop off the eggs. <laughs> and that took a lot to like, kind of like, I did have to swallow my pride. Because I wanted yeah. to be like, I've got this lady. Like, and they're going to be the best yeah. eggs these kids have ever ever had because this <laughs> recipe has like a hundred good reviews <laughs> but i just dropped them off wow. and i was like check i'm proud of you jill that's good, good. job it's a little petty Growing but okay thank you for being proud of me <laughs> and thank you all for listening you didn't to even... my egg saga it's over now so what spa related if you're listening pun... she forgives you <laughs> sure yeah judy of course, of course. what spa related <laughs> pun did you put on Abby's locker? Relax. You've got this. Oh, you well, had that to put a easy. pun? Yeah. yeah. I don't think oh, I didn't spot. send I didn't send that text to Julie. It's a very detailed instruction list of how to decorate the hallway and her locker that fits within the theme. And I also just got like you have to put their picture on everything. So not just Abby's picture, all 18 girls. I have to include all 18 girls' pictures. Individual heads that need to be floating on top of, like, bubbles. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I've got a whole craft project ahead of me this week. <laughs> oh, so I that's this week. I just feel like <laughs> that growing weekend. up, because I was on... I like I was on the swim team this as a high schooler. The Abby same one on. that... Same high school. Yeah. And first of all, Pinterest has affected everyone's lives. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> like, that didn't exist when I was growing up, and no one did any of that. And you know what? Life was good. Like, I think sometimes <laughs> parents feel like they have to do, like, all these crazy special things. And I'm not saying don't do them, you yeah. know, if that's what you are, whatever. But, like... I just, a long time ago, I'm like, I can't compete. You guys are going to smoke me. 
You know, like I just I'm like, can't. Can. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to win this game. I'm good. But I feel, I do feel bad for, um, you know, the moms that do care. Cause I'm like, that's exhausting. I mean, unless you genuinely want to do it. Like I know people who that is like their joy, but I feel like my mom was just as good of a mom. And she was like, here's, here's 20 bucks for your meat. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember feeling bad. Like, like, I don't either. Yeah. My mom wasn't a room mom. She was, I mean, she would come to stuff if she could, but she wasn't, like, you know, making cupcakes for everybody. But I yeah. don't remember really wanting that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I I, the, I run Bella's co-op, and I, from, from the gate, I was like, hey, guys, I don't plan parties. I don't do it well. I don't do crafts. But if that's in your heart, run with it, baby. Like, <laughs> you go. I support your dreams. I will support you, and I will announce it. And I will buy donuts. Like, I'll bring it. Um, and there's no disappointment there. You set everybody's expectation I say it up. right out the gate. That's smart. I will disappoint. Like, uh, egg lady, I will disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> Less like egg lady, more like crocodile mom. <laughs> But then again, she might just really enjoy it. I don't know. That's great if she does. It seems to me, I could be drawing the wrong conclusion, that a couple years ago, some high-functioning, overachieving moms set the pace for this, and now they're carrying on the tradition, but with very little joy. So if that's the case, just drop it. Like, don't do it. Nobody needs your joyless eggs. <laughs> and mine were so joyless. <laughs> your egg bake. You can taste the disappointment in my eggs. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about jobs. We're working women. Well, Jill's a house working woman. She's a working I told, woman. I told everybody, I'm like, I'm going downstairs to my job, guys. I'm going to go set up my office. Don't bother me. <laughs> You've had your fair share of jobs. Julie, I remember living with her through her jobs. <laughs> so All of them. What was your first job ever? Besides, like, babysitting. I guess that counts, too, if you have anything to say about babysitting. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> my first job, my mom was, like, a a business lady at a, at a like, a clinic or a office. What was it, Jill? Like, you a there? hospital? Yeah. I don't remember you working there. The day I was old enough for a worker's permit, mom took me to the... Same office and was or and to get a work permit and she was like hey you're gonna be working 40 hours a week this summer i was like what she did the same thing with me when i turned 15 what what was that like a value to her something oh you know so i worked in a medical i worked in a medical (laughs) records office and i went from like no job to like full-time office lady at like 14 (laughs) um i had that was my first first job. job yeah I had the same first job. And I was, like, thrilled because it was inside. I wore scrubs. Like, yeah. I wasn't it was awesome. flipping burgers or, like, having to do anything like that. Like, um, and I and was the youngest one. And 8 o'clock. And so, yeah, closed at 8 o'clock. Um, I could work 7 to 3.30, like, some weeks yeah. and be, like, have the whole rest of the day. And I was the youngest one by, like, a whole lot of years. And, like, so everybody just, like, was, like, oh. 
oh, you're cute and fine. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I loved that job. And then when I, yeah. when summer was over and I would work during school, it was, I would work four to eight, like three nights a week. It was perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. I worked the same schedule. Me and mom had us planned out. Yes. <laughs> Did she That's make so you funny. use your work money, like for something specific or was she that never, like, she didn't control like my money. I mean, we had to pay our car insurance. Like me and Jill, the rule in our house was you have to, if you want to drive, you have to pay for your car insurance yeah. and your gas. Uh, I had to save I, half I my own, paycheck. I don't know if she made you do that, but I had to save half my paycheck. So. No, I was the baby. She was probably just like, oh, <laughs> go buy your Burger King, Jilly. <laughs> there was a lot of that. Um, also, I had Aaron to buy whatever I needed. So <laughs> true. I had nobody. <laughs> I had, you By had that time, he had a full time career. You were committed fully. You had kiss dating goodbye. You were. Yeah. I you, Jesus was your boyfriend. He was. He provided. Amen. Amen. My first job was for my dad. I was probably right at driving age. I mean, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he had opened this retirement community in DeMott, Indiana, the jumping off place of the earth. And jumping. (laughs) It was like these model homes and they would have open houses. And I would have to sit there like on a Sunday afternoon and just like greet people that came in. And show people around. But the problem was no one ever came. He hold on, I figured that out. He built yeah. a retirement community. Because it sounded like you were just working <clears throat> in a retirement community. No, he built like it, it was like a fifty-five and up neighborhood. And they were like duplexes and stuff. So I would sit in the model home and wait for people to come, but it was like a really random time and no one ever came. So after like the first time I realized but I couldn't leave because what if someone did come? Right. So I would go to the gas station, get a Diet Coke and a Heath bar and a bag of chips and a Cosmo. <laughs> and you I would got sit. a Cosmo? I got a Cosmo. And <laughs> your bangs should have looked a lot better if you had a Cosmo. You know what, Jill? <laughs> Why didn't you get Cosmopolitan? I don't know. Not I just wanted something like interesting that. to read. I just remember thinking that was the most, like, as a as a young Christian girl, like, that was an untouchable. It was bad. I got convicted I in my that. married years and had to stop getting Cosmo. I was a married <laughs> woman. I mean, I, I wouldn't buy it Red now. <laughs> Red Book is the married Oh, that's a much Cosmo. more sanctified version. <laughs> it, was, it was much more sanctified. I mean, Jill this went, was a weekly job. We all went job. to Reader's Digest. <laughs> This was a weekly job, so of course, like when I ran out of Cosmo, I would get People or Us Weekly. You know, it was a very um, wide array of quality reading material, and I would just sit in this model home for hours and get paid to do it. It was pretty awesome. So that was my first job, and then after that, I moved to medical records, which seems to be the breaking ground of this entire podcast. (laughs) I also learned how to do switchboard and cashier and. Uh, patient representative, mm. yeah. Yeah, they tried to train me on the front desk, but I really sucked at it. Like, You're I kidding. did not Customer have what it took. Customer service wasn't your thing? Oh, I am no. shocked. And it was a mental health facility, so I was afraid of, you know, just, there were a lot of things that would go down, and it wasn't a good position for me. I was better in the medical records room. <laughs> 
So that was cool. Filing is where it's at. <laughs> Filing is horrible. That's so funny. Like, I hate that job. Okay, so what was your worst job? Was it when you worked for my dad? <laughs> no, working for your dad was awesome. <laughs> Working for Wait, your dad did was awesome. Did any of us get jobs on our own, or did our parents give us all of um, our jobs? I'm pretty sure nepotism was a key role in most of my employment. Okay. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> working for your dad was awesome because Cassie's brother also worked for Bike Benhinden, and uh, and then your dad would get lunches and bring me back. So it was awesome. I don't know. He was always really nice to me. So I don't have any of the, the no bad stories. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Um, I did fall off a ladder one time. And he told me, he said, if you do it again, you're fired before you hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. He would. Noted. But as a pastor, I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. I, I bear with it. <laughs> like, no one get hurt. Um, so that was it. I think my worst job, it was like my worst and my best. I don't uh-huh. know. Like I learned, I'm like you, like there are jobs where they weren't ideal, but I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, and so probably the worst one I had was, I don't know if I should even say the name, but <laughs> can, should I say it? But like the name of the place? The company? No. Just say what it was. Okay. What kind In of case company? they want to sponsor us, Shrenerai Renerar. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, it was the best and the worst. Um, it was a vehicle well, rental company. <laughs> <laughs> we rented things that moved. <laughs> um, I actually worked there for a long time. Anyways, yeah, I got did. the job right out of college. But what happened was I got pregnant unexpectedly. I was married, but I w- was not expecting to have a yeah. baby. And so um, it happened. Like, I was really sick at orientation. Like, really, really, really sick. Like, way beyond stomach flu or anything. And that was the theme And of I the found out I was pregnant. <laughs> and that, and so I had this thing called hyperemesis. It's extreme morning sickness. And so I would be running around like all over God's green earth, like in professional clothes, eight months pregnant, just puking all over Northwest Indiana. <laughs> and uh, nice. so, I mean, a lot of it wasn't their fault, but it was crazy. And you would have to be outside in the winter. And to this day, my rule on dates is do not take me anywhere outside. Like, I do not want to be cold <laughs> to this day. Like, because it reminds me of, like, when my feet are cold, it reminds me of that. <laughs> but, like, their management program is excellent, but working there pregnant is horrible because you guys are schlepping cars like and detailing i was washing washing cars cars. yeah running around in professional clothing like nobody wears a tie anymore front or fries front or car like like, let them wear jeans and a t-shirt it's fine and you have to have a college degree to work there too yeah Yeah. the bar's high yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it really like i access things i learned from there um 
like every day. And it was before Gary V. There was no motivation Instagram video to want to go hard, <laughs> go big. Simon Sinek, that did not exist. You didn't have a why. There was no why. There was no. Hey, check. That's a why. Yeah, right. There was none of that. What was your worst job, Cass? I'm trying to think. I mean, to be honest, I haven't had that many horrible experiences. Although one time, again, nepotism, my dad did pay me. He owned some duplexes (laughs) that were um, like in our town and he paid me to mow them. But the oh car that I yard. Yeah, but the car that I had was a Cadillac Fleetwood. It was oh my, my mom. And I had to put the mower, I had to lift it up myself into the back of this Cadillac, the back the trunk, which a mower is heavy, you know, whatever, but then I had to drive through town with the <laughs> the trunk up. The trunk whacking around <laughs> as I go to this duplex. I had to mow the yard and then put it back in. I know that does not sound that bad, but it was pretty horrible. I can't. For a fat I cannot envision you doing this at all. No, I'm not really a, a physical labor kind of girl. Oh uh, <laughs> no! I do wanna. I would love to have seen your face. You have a very specific mad face. Like it had to and look I bet that it way was the whole in, time. Yeah, and then I would get the, you know, it was like a temperamental mower, and I'd get it there, and it wouldn't start, and I would just be like, and I was a good girl, so I didn't cuss, but if I could have, I would have. So I would get on my next towel and be like, bleep, bleep, dad, the mower won't work. (laughs) (laughs) And then he'd be like, you have to prime it. I'm like, (laughs) we just go through this whole spiel. It was so, so stupid. <laughs> I have a question. At this point, see, you know, me and Jill, our our families, we were like, you know, working class, normal, whatever. Yeah. But when you think about the jobs you hated, your dad was a millionaire. Are you mad that he made you work? <laughs> <laughs> or did it produce the character in you? No, it was your job was to guess up the plane, Cassie. Why'd you have to be mowing yards? <laughs> Yeah, guys, Kathy's dad had a plane and a yacht. I was mowing yards and wearing Walmart clothes, so I don't, I wasn't really experiencing in a full way. And what was Dan doing? The riches. Dan, okay, speak of mowing. Dan lived lived full millionaire life. (laughs) Dan's her brother. (laughs) My brother's four years younger than me, and he just refused to wear Walmart. I didn't know you could do that. Like, he just said no. I'm not wearing that. So my mom would give him the credit card and let him go to Abercrombie. (laughs) You got screwed, Gas. What the heck? I bet he never mowed any yards. (laughs) No, and that's the thing is like our our house was built on a hill and it was a, what is it, a walkout basement? Yeah. So the back slope of the yard was very steep to allow for the walkout part. Well, my brother weighed like 90 pounds at 15 years old. And could not control the mower down the hill. So I had to freaking mow the yard. Otherwise, the mower was just going to take him down with it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In his Abercrombie shirt. Yes, I'm freaking Cinderella. You guys. That's so funny. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He was living... 
he was living Jersey Shore before Jersey Way Shore, before. as far as like clothing and yep, and all that was concerned. Oh my yeah, god! So that was mine. So I went. Um, I had a job working for a doctor, and I was the only front office person, and he was a new doctor, and. Um, and when I say new, I mean he would go in with the patient, come out, go to his office, pull out his books, read up some more. <laughs> That's and then go back, like, he was fresh. He would wear the same clothes, like, three days in a row. And on Why? the third day, it was a little ripe smelling. Stanky. You know, in the office. And, um, he just, he didn't really know, like, he was a very good doctor, like, and he was really, like, he gave a lot of time to his patients, but, he, like, he didn't know how to, like, run the business side of yeah. it. And he just had a lot of opinions that didn't really pan out. <laughs> <laughs> My like new what? rule is the doctor needs a few gray hairs before I'm... <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, and so he just... He wanted me to work six days a week. I wasn't allowed to leave for lunch. He was just what? very, like controlling everyone should be allowed to be for lunch and i was like (laughs) we have eight patients a day because you're brand new and nobody knows your name like so yeah i can move the calls to the call center because there are no emergencies in the type of practice that you have like we're good you're a foot doctor (laughs) so everybody calm down um and then his wife, who was still in medical school, would come in from time to time, and then she would have a lot of opinions about what I needed to do also. And there was just too many opinions, so I gave a two-week notice. Um, after, How long did you make it there? I think I made it, like, five months. Um, long enough. I, I made it long <laughs> enough. And I was just like, you know what? And he was like, but you knew you were supposed to, you had to work six days a week when... I said, yeah, but I didn't know that I was always going to be working late because you couldn't keep your eight patients in an eight-hour day. We couldn't leave on time, like, and that I wasn't going to be able to leave for lunch. Mm. I was like, so, yeah, I'm good. He had to read. He had so much reading <laughs> to do. Like, it he had was, to Google that stuff. No, there was no Google. Like, we didn't have Wi-Fi in the office. There was nothing done online. His WebMD was an encyclopedia. Like, we had literal encyclopedias. <laughs> and, like, the, I mean, just, ugh. But really, it was the smell, guys. It was real bad. Um, best job ever. Best job you've ever had. Well, we're all... Me and Julie are supposed to say being a mom, but we're not going to no. say that. <laughs> I mean, outside the that home. That was what I was going to say. But really? No, I mean, well, I don't want to limit you. If you want to say that, no. do, it, do it. No, I love being... I love being a trophy wife. I really do. I, I 100% do, but... Yeah. But I have had, like, jobs that I, like, really love. Like, I mean, I loved working at the church when I was doing, like, um, planning, like, the events and doing the, yeah like, conferences and stuff like that. That, I really loved doing that. Um, and then I loved working at the Lynx office when I worked there. Like that was yeah. like, it was just a great environment to work in. And so it was easy to go to work every day. Um, yeah, that's the best. And they were just like 
over the top like appreciative of their employees and so you you just wanted to go to work and you wanted to do a good job and I, I love that that's cool what about you Juju I feel like I've been really fortunate because it like the last few jobs that I've had I've just I've like really loved and like mm-hmm. wanted them like for a long time I ran a daycare and that was awesome like I loved going to work every day my staff was awesome like we've uh it was like a fun opportunity to take something turn the culture grow it like that was really great um and then I transitioned out of that and then I stayed at home for a couple years while Mike worked for a church and then when we came back to Indiana we worked for Road to Life and that was like just a really cool experience like that's yeah like once in a lifetime, you don't just get those opportunities to be with leaders like that who like love you and like love your family. You know, not everybody gets that experience. Right. And we're still close with them. And then, you know, now we work for we have a church, so we work for ourselves. And you're the boss. You know, now, that's, Julie. Yeah. My husband is my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, like we work together, you know, but it's all, it's cool. We like when we were younger, I don't want to bring it all cheesy, but we, um, I remember one time we prayed that one day we would be able to work together. We thought we were like, this was before we thought we would do full-time ministry. We thought we'd like open, I don't know, like a tanning salon or a business (laughs) or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't take it for granted because I wiped a lot of butts, literally, literally. <laughs> I ran a daycare, daycare guys, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's been really fun. I mean, I don't know that it's like glamorous. I, you know, my dream might be someone's like nightmare, but <laughs> for us, <laughs> it's been awesome. I don't know. I've been really fortunate that like the thing, the last few things I've done have been things I've really liked. They haven't been easy. But they've been what I wanted to do. And I know that's a luxury because I did jobs that I didn't want to do. Um, But even like when before I left, like the secular like workforce, like I worked for um, like a university and that was awesome. And I was able to get my master's and my boss was like amazing. And now she goes to the church that Mike and I worked at in Indiana. And so like we've reconnected and I don't know, it just... Like I did, you know, I did some not fun stuff, but now I feel like I'm on the other side of that. I don't know. What is it like to be an employer? Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> What do you employer. do? How do you take Ooh. like all the stuff you learned being an employee and like, how does it shape what you do as an employer? Well, here's the thing. I think because I, okay, so in ministry, it's a different, it's yeah. different. It's, right. You you guys know, but maybe people who are listening, they may not know. Like, I'm, I still, I'm fresh out of the employee mode, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's, I've lived, like, ground-level ministry, first-generation ground-level ministry, which is different. And so, I think now being an employer of people who are also doing what like I was doing, I'm very like aware of how hard they work. Like I always tell them like, listen, I know 
you yeah. know, like I know we had to send, we had a, a thing that we caught and we had to edit a video 9 PM last night. Well, I didn't want to send that message, you know, like, cause yeah. I know what it's like to receive those, but I also know that I didn't mind doing those things cause I loved my church. So it didn't, you know what I mean? Like, right. It didn't bother me, but I know it's not convenient. So I think for me, it is different being, I never feel like, um, I, I'm the leader. Like, I don't ever, I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just all working together and I'm sure as we grow, it'll be, it'll evolve. But yeah. right now I'm just, I try to always remember what it was like to be on the other side of that. Yeah. You know, I kind of lead through that. I'm sure you have a lot of compassion for your employees. Empathy. Oh my gosh. So much. Yeah. Maybe too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Do you take some of the heat off because you know what it's like? Yeah, for sure. And and I'm working on that. that You know, and I'm like, even today, like the flu is going around here. And so like our number one guy, our right hand guy, I was like, are you okay? I know you're a grown man, but I'm a mom. You know? <laughs> I have to remind myself, like, he's grown. He loves what he's doing. He's good, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, for That's sure. Funny. I would say, I guess my favorite job or my best job would probably be the one I'm in now. I think it's really challenged me. Like, it has taken me through some things that I've like never thought that I would have to do, but it's taught me so much. Not, I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like things that are so far outside my wheelhouse or your comfort, you know, like, (laughs) like things. I, I mean, my job basically started out being an assistant to our senior pastor. And if he wanted to do a project, I would just be like, okay, let's do it. Not really saying to him, I have no idea how to do that. I'm going to be Googling get on... from now till next Thursday. <laughs> I just would get on the internet and figure it out and read a bunch of stuff. And like, and so that really pushes you. And, and I have a temperament that's like, I don't want to show my um, ineptitude. I don't want people to see or to know when I have hit my limit or I don't know what to do. I don't like to look like a dummy kind of, you know? So there are certain things that I've had to do that have like, I'll like freeze and I won't move the project forward because I don't um, have the knowledge or I don't want to fail or I don't want to look dumb. And that doing that job has really like pushed me out of that, you know, like just keep going, keep going, keep doing it, (laughs) keep reading Google, keep (laughs) because, because it's been like such a journey. Like I've done things that I never in a million years would have thought I would do, but it's been fun. And I've found that I've become kind of addicted to that now, like to the challenge, like the ho-hum stuff of my job. I'm like, uh, it's okay. But like, give me a project, you know, like give me something I've never done. And that like excites me so much. So it's been cool. I I mean, I could, if I made a laundry list of all the random things I've had to do, it would, you would laugh and be like, Oh wow. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just so wild. The, the span of things that I've done. So I don't know. It's been cool though. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you at work? At work. At work? At any, at any job. When I was pregnant, I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> On the job? Yeah. 
What did you do? Like in dental. I sneezed. Well, I mean, I sneezed. <laughs> and I, yeah, yes. <laughs> like in the and dark. I had to go up to my boss that was a man. And, uh, and I was, you know, I was nine months pregnant. It's not like I was, you know, I was yeah. really far along. And I sneezed and I had to go to my boss and be like, hey, um, I just peed my <laughs> A call you don't want to you don't want to have to make you know so so I'll be back in ten minutes. I'd say that's the weirdest thing that's probably ever happened at work. I'm trying to think. I feel like there have been so many. What about you, Jill? Do you have one? So when I was working at mom's um, practice, um, she was the office manager for like this big practice, and um, this guy came in one night. Um, with a gun, like came in, stop, like not dressed, oh, like, crazy. Um, and oh my I, gosh, if I, I wasn't sure what I would do in fight or flight situations. I'm a hundred percent a flighter, <laughs> and the building was set up like in a circle. So like the reception area and the lobby, it was like in front, and then. Uh huh. Through this door, like if you just went in a straight circle around the building, you would hit every single like office door. So yeah, I started running through the office doors, and I probably passed thirty offices before one of the nurses grabbed me and pulled me inside, <gasps> um, with them, and I'm like rocking back and forth like full-on panic attack like my life is ending and we know we grew up super pentecostal so everything's going through my head like the end is near do i have it together am i going to heaven tonight what about all these people do i need to have the salvation prayer uh i did i i don't do very well apparently in those situations so i think i was 17 um oh my gosh yeah and then like um, someone had hit the silent alarm, obviously, and so the police showed up, and they had to, like, tackle him down and get him out, and it's just, my mom had to put medical booties on him because he didn't have any, any like, those paper booties. She had to give the police paper <laughs> booties for him because so he's just, like, naked oh holding gosh. a gun with paper booties. Like, That's terrifying. Funny, but it, it's, like, it, like, I just think of, like, because you think you're going to be, like, in those situations, like, you're going to have it together. Like, the, yeah. you, you think, like, you're going to be this certain way, and you're going to, you'd tackle him to the ground. You would you would take care of business if needed to. Not me. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, too. That's like, so I apparently just run and have to, like, rock. Like, I'm, like, rocking back. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, highly dramatic. I'm running right behind you. Highly dramatic. It's not a gun situation, but the church office that I work at is situated on a very busy road, and there are a lot of peop- homeless people, you know, who are coming through town or whatever. So there was a gentleman who lived under the overpass about, I don't know, a quarter mile down the road, but he was, you know, he had legitimate mental issues, and he would come in the office, and his name was Mr. Missouri. That was his name, he told us. And so Mr. Missouri... (laughs) So obviously we believe him. (laughs) He would just show up at random times, whatever. So we ended up getting a buzzer on the door because I would be in the office alone sometimes, and, like, 
It just didn't feel safe to have him busting in the front door all the time. So we got a security buzzer on the door. And one day Kyle and I had left the office. This is like on a Friday night. I had left the office earlier that day, but we had to come back for something. And I walk in the office, the dark office, and there's a lady in there just walking around. Lady I've never seen in my life. And I'm like thinking, I'm missing something like... Is she like cleaning or, and I'm, I'm like, ma'am, can I help you? I mean, it's dark out, you know, like, and she's like, yeah, I needed to talk to a pastor. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, um, there's no one here. Down the street. (laughs) Yeah. I I said, how did you pastor Kyle's right behind me? (laughs) I said, how did you get in this building? She was like. Well, I just walked around and tried all the doors, and one was open in the back, so I came in. And I was like, at this point, I have to tell on my husband, he leaves the room. Like, he goes into this <laughs> other room, like, figuring that I need to work things out with her. <laughs> I don't know Not why. right now, Kyle. Thanks. <laughs> so I go to her. I'm like, ma'am, this is a place of business, and we are closed. The lights are off. The doors are locked. It is not okay to be in here because it scared me. You know, you don't know, yeah. like, so whatever. basically she broke in to the church Pretty much. <laughs> and I just, what would she have done if no one came? Just sleep there? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It freaked me out, though. After that, I was checking every door. Like, we're not doing this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of I a think weird as thing. a pastor, weird things happen all the time. All the time. And you just kind of live in that space. Yeah. Like, pretty much nothing could shock me. Nothing no. could surprise me. Nothing anyone could say <laughs> or do. Like, yeah, I don't know. One I, Sunday I'm good morning, with it. Someone, Let's get weird together. <laughs> someone get weird. Me. One Sunday morning, they're like, there's a wild pig in the front of the foyer. <laughs> a literal wild boar was outside the front doors of our See, That doesn't surprise me at all because it's that is Cloud, so Florida. crazy. Now, if Julie it's, said it's there was a wild boar in their building, that one yeah. would surprise me. It's it was another just level because it was just chilling out there, rooting around in the bushes. <laughs> Like, oh my god. Those things can be aggressive though. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Kyle knows because yeah. he tried to wrestle it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's, that's my job. Hey, if you're working full time, you're spending probably a third of your adult life at a job. So I'm sure you have plenty of great stories, which we would love to hear over on our Instagram. So join us at Circle of Trust Podcast on Instagram. And all this week, we'll be sharing fun job stories, your fun job stories. You also want to check out our blog and our episode guide at circleoftrustpodcast.com. Production by Kyle Moraine, music by Danny Hendon. Thanks for being here today and have a great week at work. at Walmart I need earplugs and molding clay (laughs) (laughs) I can't find either of these two